someone says, Camacho is a rock star. I don't know boxing that much, right? But I could tell you that he is a boxer for the Lord. Um, he came here to this conference under, um, I would say, a year, about a year now, he and his family. Uh, they have come. And I could tell you that he is a man of God. Uh, previously, he worked for the Pacific um, Press.
morning, church. Good morning. Well, maybe I should say good afternoon. I'm just uh, very glad, very happy to be here, and um, I am praising God because God has done such amazing things. And as Pastor was saying, we have a satellite office here now in Las Vegas, so you guys can um, come visit, we can hold meetings, we can do different things, and uh, that way we're going to have the president and the treasurer closer to us more often. Can you say amen? Uh, this morning I am preaching from the title In the Pool of Hard Knocks. Tonight, you might bow your head so we can pray today. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity to be here this morning. This is your house, this is your place of worship. You own this place, and you own these people, each one of us. So I'm asking this morning, Father, to be anointed with the presence of your Holy Spirit. Will you speak to us? Would you open your heart to each one of us so that we would understand your will through Scripture and through this vessel that is imperfect, but nevertheless a vessel of God. So please. And there was an old lady in 
right? How do you put a humble face? No, that's it. So I always think, and this is an exercise that I practice every time somebody says I'm a humble man, I said, yes, and I'm about to write a book about my humbleness. I'll do it my way. Moses understood because his mother had grace and right that he was someone that God was going to use to deliver his people. Moses knew that, but he wanted to do it on his own. He wanted to help God. And I know you've been there because I know I'm there pretty often. I want to help God. I want to do something. But uh, the Bible shows us that Moses had to learn one crucial thing about God. One principle about God is not by mind, but what? My spirit. You say, I don't know how much you understand of what God has called you to do and be, but the reality is that whatever calling God has given you, he's going to give you the strength and the understanding and the power to accomplish what he has called you to be or to do. You don't have to do it on your own. You don't have to help God. Because it is by his spirit. So a lot of times we find ourselves uh, trying to do things when our duty and work is to pray, to seek God, to seek the power and the strength of the Spirit. So that we can do what God wants us to do. Moses, in a few words, showed that he was not ready. Moses needed some higher education. And I like to say that because I know there's some doctors in the house. We have some doctors. Have some doctors? Come on, Dr. White, where are you? Any other doctor now? Three more? Four more? Five more? I'm going to get my doctor one of these days. I may finish it in heaven, but I'll get a doctor one of these days. <laughs> the beautiful thing about God is that God was not finished yet with Moses. Yes, he needed to go and get his PhD, but he, was, he wasn't through yet. So even though he made a mistake, God made sure that he took him to school. He sent him back to school. You see, the Bible says that Moses graduated from college at age 12. He graduated from college at age 12. And then the Bible says also that he got his master's degree at the palace by age 40. 40 years old, and I'm feeling good because I got my master's at 30-something. I forgot what it was. I'm 40-something now, so in a few years. But now Moses needed a PhD and that PhD was going to cost him another 40 years according to scripture. Another 40 years. You see, in life, as we grow up and as we learn things even from God and as we contemplate life, there are some things that we learn and then when we are serious about serving God, there are some things we have to unlearn. We have to unlearn. So Moses was in that predicament where he needed to unlearn a few things. One of the things that he had to unlearn was the attachment to all the things that Pharaoh stood for. He spent a lot of time there. And like it or not, I mean, some of the stuff he was attached to. And God said, no, you need to go to school and get your PhD and you need to detach yourself from some 
in the Pharaoh's student war. He's high position in the kingdom. He's high position in the kingdom. You see, all of us, I don't care who you are and what you do, what your last name is, and you have a PhD or an MBA or whatever. What's an MBA? Isn't that a sports? <laughs> I don't know much about sports, but you can the reality is, brothers and sisters, that his pride comes before his eyes all the time. Sometimes because we have too much, and sometimes because we don't have enough. But it's the same problem. Same problem. There is people who are proud, who have nothing. There's people who are proud. He needed to unlearn slavery. It's not okay. It's not a good thing. It does not work in the kingdom of God. That does not work. And he had to re refocus his life, his understanding. The mysticism of a false religion. This is really not nice. about just how many things we have adopted because of culture and because of time and history we have adopted into our lives and we call it religion and it's not religion, it's just something we adopted. So all the mysticism of religion that he had learned in, in, in the, the Pharisees' house, the splendor of Italian worship in the greatness of architecture and sculpture is interesting. You go to little towns in Mexico. Everybody been to Mexico. You been to Chichen Itza, maybe. You know, to the south of Mexico. And you find these little towns, and there's like three houses. Two of them are standing, the other one just fell apart. But right in the middle of those three houses, you find, you find what? Most have to go and work on it. 
Moses had to learn this. That he had accomplished some, 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 pla some place in faith, but that he needed to get closer and closer to God. So his faith will develop to a place where he would become eventually the leader that God was calling him to be. And I think that is a beautiful thing. You know why? You know why that's telling me and you? There is hope. God has not finished with you yet. That God is willing and able to take you to places that you can't even imagine. Because he loves you. And because he needs you for the inhabitants of his kingdom here That's what he's telling me. He also needs to take another drop called anger management. Am I speaking to someone today? I'm sorry, the Bible, not me. Anger management. He needed to temper his passions. And you see, passion is a good thing. It's good to be passionate about the right things.
It was an interesting church, to say the least. He said, left, and they said, right. He said, go, and they say, stop. Moses needed to develop patience. And he was within those 40 years of his PhD curriculum that he had to accomplish. The God was to teach him just what he needed to be able to lead the people of God into the promised land. And the last one is devotion. Devotion. You see, we can accomplish a lot of things in life.
directions we could never, never have thought of. The problem is that when we're looking forward, that's when we need him to tell us. Right, Lord, come on. What are these five years for me? That was what's going to happen. Where am I going to go? I'm going to pay the bills. I'm going to finish school. I'm going to pay for the kids' school. I'm going to do this and that. says that if you, if you love God, how many of you love God? How many of you love God? You love God? Okay. So now let me tell you, everything that you go through is going to be a blessing for your life. But I got cancer. But I got problems. But I don't understand how many I need tomorrow. The Bible says, I'm not telling you this. It's not me. It's God telling you that everything that you go through is going to be a blessing for your life. For Moses, it was 40 years in the desert. 40 years is a long time. 40 years is a long time. And I don't know what the reason is for me. But I'm telling you. Thank you. 
chance. We don't have a church in Las Vegas where you worship just because somebody thought it was a good idea. No, this is the plan of God. We are fulfilling God's dream and vision for us here today. God has given you and me some promises, and we need to go and reclaim them. You see, we don't come to God just because we think it's cool. We come to God because he's promised that he's going to save me, and that he's going to change me, and that he's going to transform my life. He's promised all of that in Scripture. And Moses was taking the time to understand that it's okay to hold God accountable. It's okay. It's okay to come to God and say, Lord, you said in your word that you were going to do this, just like remember Daniel. Remember Daniel saying, Lord, you said that you were going to deliver our people. What's going on?
and me so that we would understand and we will receive the power of God.
invisible parts of a lot of things. You know how I'm talking about salvation? Salvation is the free gift of God. It is a given. God has declared you saved. You are a citizen of the kingdom of God right now because of the blood of Jesus Christ. And please, don't misunderstand. You are a, a citizen of the kingdom of God. Whatever anybody tells you, don't believe them. You live there. That's where your house is. It's got a name. I don't care if some gospel says that it's a room in God's house. The other one that is a mansion. It does not matter. God lives there. That's where I want to be. They went for God to do for them that which he had given them the power to do for themselves. All who are fitted for usefulness must be trained by the servants, mental and moral discipline, and God will assist them by um, uniting divine power with human effort. Many never think the decision that they might occupy. What is the position that you should occupy in life? What is it that God has for you that you have not attained because you're sitting down waiting for something to happen? When God is telling you, I want you to take a PhD with me. I want you to spend some time with me. I want you to take, spend some time in scripture so that I can do what I want you, what I want you to do. So that I can bless you in ways that you don't understand. So that I can do through you what I want to do with my people.
get to know you better through prayer. I want to serve you, Lord. Thank you. 
though, he managed he anyway. Managed. He managed. Yeah. What are you guys going to have the um, tent for outside? The tent meeting. When are we going to have it?